love, how you doing? I hope you're well, and welcome to the Light of Speed podcast, where we shed light on the goodness within and the goodness of others by becoming our authentic selves so that we can shine. I am your host, Dr. Felicia Speed, a leadership coach and social worker. Today, I want to shed light on something that I believe we all need. And today, I heard this echoing in my soul. It wasn't a sermon or a paragraph or even a sentence. Instead, it was just one word, rest. See, I was in the midst of having 50 million things to do and feeling overwhelmed because I only had time to do about three. And I may be the only one who has ever truly heard their soul say this, but I guess first, let's let's level set. What is the soul? Well, to me, my soul is made up of my mind, my emotion, and my will. With that, my emotions have been working over, and my mind has been overthinking, and my will has been pushed to the limits. So I think it's time for all of us to pull over and rest. See, I was talking to a friend the other day and she shared that she has not been able to sleep or and even forgetting to eat because she is so driven to get her projects accomplished. And even though she's feeling, you know, successful and and, you know, just satisfied with her work, she realized that she is depleted on the inside. And my response made us both pause. I said, well, cattle are driven but sheep are led. See, the enemy wants to drive us and force us into a place that we are completely burned out. And it's so subtle that you'll think, hey, I'm being productive. I'm pursuing my dreams. I'm burning the midnight oil six days a week. But remember, the cattle are driven and the sheep are led. Since I love metaphors, it is obvious that my mind went immediately to the 23rd Psalm, where David describes the relationship between the good shepherd and his sheep. You should go read it in your spare time, but I just want to shed light on three verses. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Now, just from those three verses, doesn't it sound like being led is better than being driven? What you should hear in those verses is rest, peace, stillness, provision, guidance, comfort, restoration. But why would David compare us to sheep? Well, first of all, Sheep do not worry because they know the shepherd will provide everything they need. So first, we are asked, like the sheep, to trust and rest in the belief that the shepherd will provide. Secondly, now this is the part I hate to tell you, but sheep are really not that smart. So even though they may be tired, they don't have sense enough to go sit down somewhere. So the shepherd has to make them lie down. If not, they will fall asleep standing up. Sounds familiar? Have you ever been so tired, but you kept pushing yourself to the point that you were sleepwalking? The shepherd is leading us to lie down and rest. 
Also, it is hard for for sheep to drink from waters that are moving too fast. If they do, if they're not careful, they'll really actually tip right over and drown. So he leads them beside still waters. See, he leads us beside areas where we can slow down for a second. That's all he's asking. Hey, can you just come over for a second? Let me lead you beside still waters so that you can quench that thirst that your soul has. Again, like I said, sheep are not that smart. So not only does the shepherd have to make them lie down, lead them beside still water so they don't fall over and drown, but also they have a predictable inclination to lose their way. They get lost. (laughs) They can be in a pasture with plenty of grass and still wander aimlessly until they have nothing to eat or drink. Once lost, they can't find their way back. Now, many animals seem to have this inborn compass. You know, like if your dog gets lost, somehow it finds its way back home. But mm, not those sheep. Nope. Once they're lost, the shepherds must go and find them. Even after the shepherd has restored the sheep, he is not finished. See, since the sheep also has poor eyesight, they must stay close to the shepherd so they they can observe him and listen so they can obey him. They have to follow his voice because they cannot see well. Sheep cannot see more than, guess what, 15 yards ahead of them. So they need to be led in the right path. Now, don't that sound familiar again? We have no idea what tomorrow will hold, but we sure try to control it, don't we? Honestly, we don't even know what's going to happen in the next five minutes, but we still would like to try to control it. So I would recommend, wouldn't it be helpful to have someone who can see further ahead that knows the end from the beginning, that is the author and finisher of your faith? that he is the O Alpha and the Omega. And he not only holds today, but he holds tomorrow. He holds next week. He holds next month. That allows us to take the pressure off so we can rest. I don't have to control everything. I don't try to have, I don't have to try to do everything. What he's asking is for us to allow him to lead us beside the still waters, make us lie down in green pastures, and he desires to restore our soul, to quench that thirst, and lead us in the paths so we don't get lost along the way. So while we take this quick break, I want you to think about when was the last time you allowed your soul to rest? Welcome back. I am truly loving this topic today, shedding light on rest. Now, spiritual rest is easy to overlook until we face that burnout or mental and emotional and physical exhaustion. Worry and anxiety, anger, frustration, bitterness, unforgiveness, all of these things and stress can burden our soul. But different from self-care, soul care restores our spirit, empowering us to experience peace and perseverance when we face challenges. Jenny Ewing, 
said that rest is an act of trust. It's an opportunity for us to let down our guard, knowing that God will provide the details of our lives. Relaxing or taking a break means that we don't have to control everything. We are revived when we make time for silence and solitude, time to listen to the Lord speaking. Perhaps as we saunter into the park on a crisp autumn day or hear a bird's even, even song, But understand that when we're saying you can let your guard down, you ever been hung around somebody and you was like, I truly just get to be myself. I don't have to put my guard up. I don't have to worry about you going to hurt me or say something that's going to bruise me in some way. I can trust you so I can rest, right? That is what he's saying. Find some people in your life as well that you can let your guard down and rest. Guess what? Resting is balm for the soul. It's kind of like um, a nice ointment <laughs> that can be placed on those areas where we've been wounded. That's what rest is, especially on those days and weeks when we're so hurried that we seldom stop long enough to breathe. Rest restores and balances us. It brings us back to the center and helps us refocus on what's most important which is our faith, caring for our families, and fostering relationships. Money will always come and go. Let me tell you, yes, it will. For the fullness of the life God has given to us cannot be gained monetarily. Rest, therefore, is at the heart of our relationship with God. Dr. Stephanie Yorgis, a psychologist and professional leadership coach, spoke of a landmark study by Dr. Erickson, demonstrated that elite performers, including musicians and actors and chess players, how they maximize their achievements through predictable patterns of rest. They practice in focus sessions no longer than 90 minutes, and then they would take a break to ensure complete recovery. They also got more eight hours of sleep each night. See, sometimes you need a moment just to think. You don't have to be moving to be productive. Rest can be productive. Those can also be your focus sessions where you're able to strategize and determine how you can do something and then just completely unplug. The average American gets only six to seven hours of sleep each night. With all the things you need to accomplish in a day, sacrificing sleep may seem like a good way to find some extra time, you know, to burn that midnight oil I spoke about. But rest is not a luxury. It is a necessity. Sleep deprivation raises blood pressure, increases inflammation, increases your risk for heart disease and stroke, and raises the likelihood of catching any type of any type of cold or flu because it breaks down your immune system. So yes, if we need rest for our body, then wouldn't it make sense that we also need rest for our soul? John John Ortberg, the author of Soul Keeping, writes, Your soul is the most important part of you. The soul is the coolest, eeriest, most mysterious, evocative, sacred, eternal, life-directing, fragile, indestructible, controversial, expensive dimension of your existence. 
Now he gave a mouthful, <laughs> but, jo- but Jesus actually says it this way. What good will it be to, for someone to gain the whole world yet lose their soul? Or can anyone give in exchange for their soul? See, there's nothing in this world more important than your soul. Yet how often we neglect that crucial part. Your soul is also eternal. I know a good haircut lasts about a month, right? A fashionable outfit might last for a couple of years, but your soul lasts forever. And the state of your soul affects the rest of your life. My soul may never announce loudly and screaming at me that it needs care, but don't get it twisted. Your soul lets you know in its own way. You know, I may be able to paste a smile on my face, but I could be dying on the inside. Or I may be able to carry on a conversation, but I'm really not listening. It allows you to be there, but not present. And life begins to lose its joy and meaning when our soul is worn out. And a healthy soul will enable you to love and serve people in your life. When our souls are weak, we crave attention. So we become more self-centered, even self-obsessed. And we don't have anything to give to anybody else. So before I wrap up, I want to share how you should practice spiritual rest. I know you think I'm going to say something deep, but can we just start by just getting some sleep? (laughs) Because you can get clarity When you rest, think about all of those elite performers. They rested. Also, look for God everywhere. If my mind and eyes are fixed on him and I see him in everything, then I can be grateful for anything. And a good one, set boundaries. Even the ocean has boundaries. You need to limit yourselves. We are not superhumans. We cannot do it all. Determine what you can get done and let the rest go for the next day. Journal if you need to. Get into nature if you need to. But above all, please listen to your soul. Because your soul is saying something. If you're willing to take care of your body, are you willing to take care of us, your soul? The part of you that can be easily wounded also needs healing. It needs time to recover. So I encourage you this week, take a moment, unplug, and even ask yourself, how is my soul? You need a break. You need to just let it go for a second. Release, please, because your soul needs it. Your heart needs it. Your mind needs it. Your family, your friends, your loved ones, they need you to rest so that you can give the best of yourself. There is so much I know you want to accomplish, but believe it or not, it begins with rest. So I encourage you, let him lead you beside the still waters. Let him make you lie down in green pastures. Allow him to restore your soul. Ultimately, the best gift that you can give to your soul is rest. Well, that's all I have time for today. And we will pick up next week on Wisdom Wednesday with a new episode. Please encourage others to join our journey by subscribing in whatever platform they use or check out my website at thelightofspeed.com. Also, The Light of Speed can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram where I share 
weekly inspirations to compel us to grow. I would love to hear from you, so please join and inbox me on the Light of Speed Facebook page. Special thanks to the Light of Speed team, Captivate, and Music by Iswarar by Pixabay. Until next time, keep shining. Thank you.